Hi, Sarah and I are back for another episode of the Good Works Podcast. Today we're at Grist Iron Brewing Company and we're going to talk all about business philanthropy. Something new this month is you may be listening to this podcast because now we're going to be available on iTunes. So welcome to anyone who's listening to us. And please stay tuned till the end because we're going to tell you what we're looking forward to in the community in the next couple weeks. Sarah. Hi. I think maybe we should let people in on what's not a secret, but they might not know out there in viewer land. Right. Why are we choosing Grist Iron Brewing Company? Why is it near and dear to your heart? Well, some of you may know this is a little project we've been working on for about a year. Um, so not we. Not No, not the Community Foundation. <laughs> sorry. The other side of me. Yes. Personal Sarah. Um, myself, my husband, and our partners um, built a brewery on Seneca Lake. So we're here today to talk all about philanthropy, but brewlanthropy because, you know, we're That's a brewery. We call it here at Grist yeah. Iron is right. brewlanthropy. Yeah. I'm sorry that people can't see what we see, which is an unbelievably beautiful view of Seneca Lake yeah. uh, right over there. So this is a nice place to sit and spend some time to talk yeah. about philanthropy. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about business philanthropy. Mm -hmm. Businesses give a lot of money away mm -hmm. in our community and in all communities. And corporate giving sometimes gets a little bit of a bad rap. And that makes me frustrated because businesses, just like any other philanthropist, give for really great reasons. Yep. They might want to make the community where they're located even better. Mm -hmm. They might want to make lives better for their employees and their customers. Yep. They might just really like a certain issue and want to get involved. Right. And uh, even on the other side of the giving part from corporate um, and businesses, a lot of times they encourage their employees to volunteer mm -hmm. their time, which is sometimes equally as important. Um, I know a lot of corporations send team of employees to the food bank, for this example, and stuff backpacks for the, for the kids um, full of food. So there's a lot of ways that um, our corporations and local businesses help contribute to the work of the nonprofits. Mentioning the food bank is a great example. I feel like a famous example in our community would be the Wegmans connection to the food bank and food insecurity in general. Right. That makes perfect sense, a grocery store caring about people being well-fed. Right, right. Um, but can you tell us a little bit about Grist Iron and the brew lanthropy that happens up here? <laughs> sure. Well, actually, um, before we even built the building or opened our doors to serve customers and to serve beer, we wanted to make sure that we incorporated um, a giving program, a brew lanthropy program, if you will, um, into our business model. Uh, it was important for us to not only want people to come and enjoy themselves with the brewery, um, but we wanted to be able to give back in some way to the community that hopefully will help us be successful. So it's, it's really a partnership. What's one of the partnerships you have that is your favorite? Sure, so one of the biggest ones was um, actually a partnership that we started this past year with Hazlitt. Um, it's the annual Seneca Santa fundraiser. I love Seneca Santa. So there's a band and there's people and there's raffles and all that and all the proceeds go towards um, buying Christmas gifts for kids um, who may be from families who um, may not otherwise be able to afford gifts. And who, who doesn't love that? Right. right. You it's can't, really special. It's hard to not get behind that. Yep, for sure. So thinking of some of your neighbors up here, um, I'm, I can't help but think now about 
Welliver, right? And some of their philanthropy. And now I have to say, I'm gonna be self-serving in the other direction. Yeah. Welliver supports the Schuyler County Fund, which is a fund at the Community Foundation that allows us to make grants all over this county. Mm -hmm. And without them and their corporate support, those grants wouldn't be possible. Right, so for the last three years, we've been able to broaden our funding to nonprofit organizations in Schuyler County because of the gifts from mm -hmm. uh, Welliver specifically, until at one point we are able to grow that fund to the size of an endowment. So it can um, support itself. Right, Welliver has been extremely generous in, in helping us on our way. Another one that comes to mind that I've, I've appreciated watching this develop, this partnership over a number of years, is the relationship between Chemung Canal Trust Company and the Komen Race for the Cure. Right. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that? That, that has been going on for years. For years. Um, I'm not exactly even sure of the, the origin date of that, um, but they support it by sponsoring. They, mm -hmm. they actually have the, the starting and ending point of Komen right in the parking lot of Shimon Canal. They do. Um, they provide employees as volunteers. It's just their, their support of that race in particular is pretty impressive. And then one last thought, because that made me think of downtown Elmira, yeah. would be the relationship between Arnett Health and the Clemens Center. Mm -hmm. And unlike the obvious connection between Wegmans and the food bank, that one is a little bit more unique. Mm -hmm. But they really do understand that a vibrant community, a healthy community, includes things like the performing arts. Right. And so by sponsoring work at the Clemens Center, they really do, in large part, make the operation of the Clemens Center possible. Right, and that's something we've always said at the Community Foundation. One of the reasons why we don't only support one issue or one problem, we really look at the community as a holistic, um, with a holistic eye, mm -hmm. that you have to have a thriving arts community, good schools, protected environment, um, it takes everything. It takes everything to, to make a community healthy and happy. So we're just taking this moment to say thank you to all of these local businesses. And there are so many more. So many. The boutiques on Market Street get together and raise money for right. charities. I, we could go on and on. We could really go on all day. And that's how proud we are of our business community for the philanthropy that they make possible. Right. Let's just take one second to pay attention to the nonprofits that are asking them yeah. for money. Right. So this is something, um, as a funder, it's always great to look at a grant application where a nonprofit has listed on its revenue sources, you know, small businesses mm -hmm. or local businesses as providing support. Um, and I think it's important for nonprofits before you do that, that you actually establish relationships with your local businesses. Don't just send an email um, thinking that you're gonna get this, you know, thousand dollar gift. You really have to meet the people, meet the owners, talk about why what you're doing impacts the community that the business serves. Right, create that partnership yeah. so that it's fulfilling for both sides of the gift. Right, so exactly. That, well, Sarah, what are you looking forward to in the next couple of weeks here in the Southern Tier? Well, this is one of my favorite times of year aside from the fall, which we share. We love, the, love fall. the fall. We love the fall. Um, but the late spring, starting into summer, um, I feel like things just start happening. It's like the whole um, community wakes up. Yeah. One of my favorite things in Elmira is the opening of Wisner Market, where you have local farmers and artisans come and set up in the, in the, um, in the park, um, and food vendors, and it's just a, it's an exciting time. And the flavored popcorn. The flavored popcorn, yeah. Uh -huh. Love the good one. <laughs> So I'm noticing
noticing a theme as I was thinking about what am I really looking forward to in the next couple of weeks in the community. And I notice every time it feels like it's something to do with the performing arts. So Yay. I think my love of all That's those things. That's my thing. Um, I'm so proud to say that this summer, the Clemens Center is not going dark. Woo! That board of directors <laughs> and Karen Cromer, the executive director, have done so much work with yeah. a strategic plan to see that organization operate for the community 12 months out of the year. Mm -hmm. And this year, for the first time ever, there will be a three-week musical theater summer camp. That is so for you exciting. At the Clement Center, run by an organization called Triple Talent Academy. Mm -hmm. They will be putting on a production of Willy Wonka. Oh. And so if you're watching this, there's plenty of time still. Head to the Triple Talent website, www.tripletalentacademy.com, to find out more about that because your kid could get involved and find themselves on the Clement Center stage, you know, maybe singing songs about the golden ticket. Right. I mean, and these are the folks from Triple Talent are professionals in their field. So it really gives yep. kids a chance to work one on one with some extraordinarily talented people. Absolutely. I'll be looking forward to that, and yeah. we'll be heading to Wisner Market. Maybe you'll see us yeah. there eating right. some popcorn. Well, thank you for either watching or listening to this episode of the Good Burks Podcast. Next month, we're pretty excited because we're actually heading to Camp Cory and Penyan to talk all about camp scholarships, which we call camperships. camperships. So we will see you or talk to you next time. Mm -hmm.